Hello and welcome to Living Life. Imagine with me for a minute that you are sitting in front of a piano and you know for the sake of this imaginary uh, story let's imagine that you do not know how to play the piano. So you're sitting there in front of the 88 or so black and white keys, the beautiful keys, and you're not sure how to make music. So tentatively you reach out and then you just, you know, press a button. You press one of the buttons and this beautiful sound comes out. And then you try pressing another button and then you realize, okay, another sound. And then you press the two of them together and they don't sound so well together. With music, we know musicians train for many, many years to be able to do what they do. And every good musician will tell you it's the structure that allows for their creative freedom of expression. Without the structure, without the clef and the staff and the music, they wouldn't be able to come up with these beautiful masterpieces that we listen to today. So with musicians is intensive training to, within a certain structure, that will allow them to express their creativity and some of the amazing uh, ability that they have to offer. In today's passage, we're going to look at a little bit of that interconnection between structure and freedom of expression and creativity. And we're going to look at a passage that is not the most exciting of verses. We have a long list of names and job appointments and seemingly very little in terms of action. But this is a word included in the Bible and the word and there's a beautiful message underlying it. So let's go and dig into the passage. First Chronicles chapter 15, verses 16 through 24. David told the leaders of the Levites to appoint their fellow Levites as musicians to make a joyful sound with musical instruments, lyres, harps, and cymbals. So the Levites appointed Heman, son of Joel, from his relatives, Asaph, son of Berechiah, and from their relatives, the Merarites, Ethan, son of Cushaiah, and with them their relatives next in rank, Zechariah, Jaaziel, Shemiramoth, Jehiel, Unai, Eliab, Benaiah, Maasiah, Metathiah, Eliphelihu, Miknaiah, Obed-Edom, and Jael the gatekeepers. The musicians Heman, Asaph, and Ethan were to sound the bronze cymbals, Zechariah, Jaaziel, Shemiramoth, Jehiel, Unai, Eliab, Maasiah, and Benaiah were to play the lyres according to Alamoth, and Mattithiah, Eliphalu, Miknaiah, Obed-Edom, Jeiel, and Ezaziah were to play the harps directing according to Sheminith. Kenaniah, the head Levite, was in charge of the singing. That was his responsibility because he was skillful at it. Berechiah and Elkanah were to be doorkeepers for the ark. Shebaniah, Joshaphat, Nethanel, Amasai, Zechariah, Benaiah, and Eliezer, the priests, were to blow trumpets before the ark of God. Obed-Edom and Jehiah were also to be doorkeepers for the ark. Hello, welcome back to Living Life. 
Today's account takes place in the context of the second attempt to move the Ark of the Covenant from Kiryath Yerim to Jerusalem. And the first attempt ended in failure with the death of uh, David's man Uzzah because he had treated the Ark, which was symbolic of the very presence of God, he had treated that irreverently. And they paid the cost of it, they paid the punishment. And we see in this second attempt, David coming with more of a restored heart, seeking to really honor God from top to bottom in every aspect of the movement. So we saw earlier that he had prepared a place in Jerusalem uh, for the ark, and then he had told the Levitical group to consecrate themselves. So we see him approaching it not according to how he had done it in the past, but he does it according to the word of God as revealed to Moses. And this is the backdrop into this story. And if we look at this section in 1 Chronicles 15, we see the core difference in value is by answering this question, who led the worship? In 1 Chronicles 13, with the first failed attempt, we see that David himself led the worship. But in 1 Chronicles 15, David is appointing the Levitical group, the Levitical leaders to lead the procession of the ark and in this section, to lead the music. Why is this so important? Well, if we look at David's predecessor, King Saul, we see that King Saul lost the legitimacy of his throne by betraying God in this capacity. For King Saul, is he was given a command by Samuel to wait for him. But when the deadline came and Samuel didn't come, he panicked when he saw his soldiers fleeing, and then he took it upon himself to offer the burnt offering. Now, the burnt offering was something that God has said only the Levites, only the priests could actually offer. So when Saul did this, he was actually moving in direct disobedience to God. David is having a very similar moment here in 1 Chronicles 15. He is moving the ark in his own methodology, not according to how God had commissioned him to, not how God had revealed in the law of Moses to bring the ark. You see, when in the law of Moses, the ark was supposed to be carried by Levites and it was supposed to be done in a certain manner, but David had put it on a cart driven by oxen. So very, we see actually similarities between Saul and David, but thankfully God had given David a second chance and David appropriately responds to the second chance by uh, by actually following God's word to a dot. And this is one of the beauty elements when I was talking about earlier where we see structure. The structure of following God's word is actually what's going to allow for a beautiful expression in the section that we're about to read in the, uh, uh, look at in First Chronicles chapter 15. The first part talks about structure, but the second part is creativity. In our passage today, David talks to the Levites and he says, and he appoints them. He says, you guys will choose amongst yourselves who will be in procession for the musical ensemble. So between themselves, they vote and perhaps they even audition uh, to perform and to engage with this capacity. And David says, he gives full authority to the Levites to take ownership of this process. It's very different from what happened in 1 Chronicles 13. And in fact, that structure of following God's word is what later allows for free expression of music. You see, the law of Moses doesn't talk about any certain musical elements. So David is actually going off on a little bit of a limb here, but 
it seems that God is pleased with his free expression of music. And they engage with all at that time, all the contemporary elements of music. They use a harp, they use a lyre, they use tambourines, cymbals, they use everything they sing, and they use all the tools available to them in their modern time at that time to worship God. And that says a lot about our worship today, that within the structure of pleasing God by being faithful to His Word, I think we also have a lot of freedom in our creative expression. For example, my wife is an artist. She loves to paint, and in her painting, she loves to think about how she can honor God. So a lot of her art focuses on the theme of kingdom of heaven, kingdom of God. And it's one of those amazing ways where within the structure of honoring God according to how God reveals Himself, within that structure, she can now take ownership and express herself creatively using all the gifts that God has given her to express art as a beautiful gift to God. And we see that happening here. We see an appointment of a director. We see a man named Chenaya appointed here to be the director of the presentation. And it says he was appointed as his position because he understood. He had talent in music, but he was also the chief of the Levites. So in other words, he not only had excellent musical skills using all of his creative ability, he also had a deep relationship with God, a deep understanding of God's heart. And when these two come together, the structure and the creative form, together they can create a beautiful, wonderful masterpiece of artistic expression that we can give unto our God. We began this living life by looking at how structure and creativity come together for a beautiful expression of creative uh, worship to our Lord. And, you know, today we got to see a little bit of that play out in how even in a procession like moving the ark, we saw excellent balance of teaching with the right, right knowledge of who God is along with creative expression of music. And I pray that as we walk with God, as we learn more and more about who God is, that we will be able to express ourselves how God created us wonderfully, talented, uh, with different types of ability, how we can use every aspect of ourselves to worship Him. And of course, it must be balanced with a sound understanding of who God is. Because sometimes we go and we take too much liberty with artistic expression and sometimes miss God's heart. So together with a structure that seeks to honor God and creative expression, let us together come and honor our Lord. Let's pray together. Father God, we want to thank you that you have created people with so many different gifts and talents and abilities. And Lord, together we form the church in you, Jesus Christ. So Father, we just want to lift you up and give thanks for all the different expressions that you have enabled. Help us to worship you creatively because you are the creative God who created all of us. We thank you, Jesus, for this time. We thank you, Lord. Uh, may our worship be pleasing to you, O Lord. In your name we pray. Amen. For a single soul Lichina Cross of CGMT